Greetings, fellow nerds. I wish to welcome you to the first message in the series, I Want to Believe, but this four-part series is tackling the questions of belief and God's role in our lives that may contradict the status quo. We have heard the phrase many times, God's will, but we have to question, you know, sometimes is it really? You know, your faith in God and Jesus is pretty simple. It's between you and God. With the Bible as our quest log, we can use it to understand our purpose in the world or our reason for being. However, that does not mean God and Jesus serve us when we demand, like so many pastors tend to preach today. Now, if you have our app, and you can download it for iPhone or Android from our website, open it up to the notes section as we begin to understand why God is not an on-demand God. In today's world, we have things that are almost instant to access. You know, before the internet, we had to wait longer for movies to release to video so we can purchase them or rent them from Blockbuster. You know, email was issued by the postal service in the analog form known as letters. But today, we can instantly access movies in a shorter period of time, especially after the virus hit. Uh, email and text messaging allow us instant communications across vast distances. And even today's gamer gets instant gratification with loot crates and daily gifts from developers. Why has God not updated and upgraded uh, his profile as well? Well, because we live in this world of instant access, why does God not do as I want is usually the question, and when I want. The Bible is pretty clear that we should ask and we shall receive, you know, pretty basic. We are told to pray and we will get what we want, but why did this great person die young from a medical issue? Sometimes I've asked. Or, you know, how can I believe when there's so many horrible events that I, I pray would go away and they just never do? Well, as it turns out, you know, big idea here is God doesn't exist to serve us. You know, we exist to serve him. And in fact, if we look at the Bible in depth, we are not the main character of the Bible. God's the main character. And in looking at this, it is clear to see that it is on his time and not ours. And this is critical when I, you know, because when I play support in most games, which I do, or, you know, I wait for the perfect time to pick off the uh, more demanding uh, or impatient enemies because they definitely just come to me. Uh, but when I'm playing team games online, uh, I still, uh, I, I'm still in the support role uh, and I'm not really going to go into the fray. That's not my role. Uh, my teammates know that they can count on me when the time is right, but do not rely on me to do everything. And if we look at that from this point of view, you know, this is the same perspective as a parent-child relationship that God provides us here on earth. You know, God is not going to do every little thing for you. You know, you have to do what you have to do most of the time because he is helping to develop something inside you. How are you going to learn if he's constantly, you know, being victorious for you? He's solving all your problems. You know, God mode is great, but first of all, it's boring. But also, you know, how do you grow as a gamer or a cosplayer if, if you're not learning from your mistakes? And this is the power he has in his love. You know, he wants you to conquer your life with little, with little to no intervention from him because... You know, like any good parent, you know, your personal growth will help you overcome any problem in your future. Now, this is summed up perfectly in the phrase, God doesn't prove his love when he answers our prayers. God proves his love when he sent his son, you know, while still sinners. And a clear understanding of that comes to us in Romans. Uh, it's chapter 8, 
uh, verse 35 and then 37 through 39, and it goes like this. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? <laughs> no way. There is no way. No trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not the backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. And I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable and unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Now, that's pretty long-winded, but it sounds weird, to, you know, that in this scripture that I would use my gaming experience and playing style to illustrate God lo God's love for not answering every prayer. You know, God sending his only son to pay for all our sins in the world through Jesus's death on the cross may not be easy to translate into an MMO match. Look at my style of play. I am there. I watch over my team. I give direct support when needed, but the team allows me to be independent from the main battle because, again, this goes into scripture as well, uh, and we're going to look at Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. It says, I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. For as the sky soars high above earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. And it is this type of thinking that allows for myself and my team to grow, learn, and adapt to any situation that comes to us. You know, I, I don't pray to God for victory in a match or, or in a game I play. And I really don't play to, pray to him to really improve my skills. That's all on me. You know, I pray to God before a match so that I can be the best I can during the during game time. Because this is actually what God wants. He you know he wants to know what's going on. Now that doesn't mean I do not pray daily, which I do. You know, or pray for people in moments of agony, suffering, or crisis, which is definitely I do. You know, I pray in order to keep my connection with God very strong and make sure it's reliable. You know, like any good parent, and this goes with my sons too, you know, God wants to know what's going on. Well, he already knows, but he wants to hear it from you. Hence why prayer is very important. And after a match, I know God was watching. You know, that's, that's the easy thing to say. But I still pray in order to tell him what I learned, you know, or what I need to learn or how I can improve. And this is a critical point because if anyone really has seen a funeral on TV or in a movie, we normally hear a passage from Psalm 23, 4. When I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me, your rod and your staff protect me and comfort me. You know, it's like, you know, if a parent dies and everyone can feel that person's spirit with them. Well, God is there too. In other words, you know, God's presence is always enough. He is there celebrating your victories, grieving at your losses, and pretty much lifting you up when things pretty much go down. That's why you pray. You tell him what's going on, he'll help you, you know, when he feels it's the time's right. Now, if you feel you need that extra support and feel that victory is out of reach, I truly encourage you all just to take faith in God. And as I said, simple faith, because he has faith in you. If you feel the weight of sin is heavy on your person or your heart and you need salvation, you know, look no further than Jesus. It is through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross that God remitted all the sins of the world. See how simple it is? Simple faith. Simplistic. Jesus sacrificed himself for your salvation. And I'll tell you right now, you know, that salvation is always a work in progress, even for me as a pastor or for everyone who commits their life to Jesus. But God knows you can persevere. 
and he's giving you the eternal uh, the gift of eternal life through his son Jesus it's the greatest gift you will live and party on with everyone once you once you've passed instead of just being forgotten so I want to thank all of you for joining us here today next time we're going to be talking about another aspect of God that really does not exist and that is of the Killjoy God. If you've not done so, like I said before, please head over to our new and improved website at greaterguild.com. Uh, there you will find resources, information, and more. Plus, as I said, download our app. It truly is the mobile point of access to, your, to our website. Plus, you can actually give easily there, just one-stop shop. And you can also take notes and read notes from, our, from every one of our messages. Again, want to thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.